This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 177, Submission, number 1803, Telly, who loves you, baby? Telly, who loves you, baby, aired on the CBS television network on February 18th, 1976. For just this one glorious special. Oh, yeah. Let's play the opening, because the opening of this is glorious. Here we go. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, think you're watching an episode of Kojak. You're not watching an episode of Kojak. Yeah, you know pretty quickly you're not watching Kojak when you see it uh, racing through CBS Television City. And then... Oh my god, look! It's the match okay. game super match board. <laughs> okay, so I know where we so I guess I guess we're in thirty-three now. Which back in 1976 would be the hub of TV City. I mean, if you weren't taping at Studio 33. Oh, what were you doing? What were you doing with your life, huh? I don't know, it looked like it said Studio 31 there. Yeah, Studio 31. Well, they must have crossed, they must have crossed it to 31 then. Yeah, that's where it's that Because probably... that's next to 33. Yeah. Well, yeah, that doesn't look like anything like 33. Yeah, that's 31. Yeah, that's 31. Here 31 is where they uh, taped Family Feud in 1998. Oh, hold up. Here we go. This is what you came to, this is what you came to see, folks. I'm still flat on the ground. To show when to find, there'll be someone to jive you and try to keep bringing you down. Now for a while, Through this cat on television right now. And convince yourself to stay loose. But then one day, he'll throw you away and say you're good for nobody's use. But then I'll come your way. Turn your blackest night into day. When you're needing it bad because of rough times you've had, I'm going to look you straight in the eye and I'm going to say, Baby, baby, 
won't you tell me, tell me what I want to know. Oh, baby, baby, won't you tell me, tell me what I want to know. Oh, baby, won't you tell me who loves you, baby, tell me what I want to know. Smoothest man on television in 1976. Fight me. Oh my gosh. So here we have Telly Savalas, fresh off of Kojak, still doing Kojak, if I'm not mistaken, on this very network, on CBS. Yeah. On CBS. CBS has somehow convinced him, hey, you know what would be really cool? We capitalize on Kojak with a variety show. Because everybody in the 70s had a variety show. But not everybody had a variety show with Diane Carroll and Barbara Eden and Cloris Leachman. And also a lot of fine products from the Kraft family of brands. And also you should add... Ten foot tall neon yellow letters spelling oh, yeah. Nelly. You were nobody unless you had giant ass letters spelling your name for all of America to see. Like it's not enough that he's wearing the shades and he's got the bald head and he's got the smooth demeanor. And the tux. I mean he's tux. dressed up for this. This guy's ready. He's ready to go. Now interesting. They go to a skit, and they basically just move those neon letters, and you can see people putting the set pieces into place. It's Broadway. Yeah, it's basically mm-hmm. I was thinking things. more of a high school adaptation or something like that. No, but because they're, yeah. Yeah, yes, they're moving the set around and adjusting for stuff, but they're doing it all choreographed. That's what makes it Broadway. Ah, and you know what? This could be a product of the director. And you know who directed this whole thing? Marty Pacetta. Legend. Legendary. We're talking the director of the Oscars from the 70s and Walt Disney World. What? Yeah. He also created Catchphrase. Let's remember that. That was oh, yeah. a Marty Pacetta production. Oh, oh yeah. That was a show that was ahead of its time. But that's a little bit later. So our first skit is our dance coach and our musical coach, and they're arguing about who should take Telly under his wing first. Because remember, there's a lot of practice that goes on to a singing, dancing spectacular. Okay, observation. Look how much chest Telly Savalas is showing. Oh my god, he is just showing... I think the top button he's got... Seriously, I think the top button he's got buttoned is right above his belly button. <laughs> yeah. Just a little yeah. Bit. You can see them gold chains, man. He is pimped out. Oh, more sponsorship from Kraft. Hey, spoiler alert. Kraft is sponsoring the whole hour. I bet Terrence and Philip would have loved this. Let us board the subway and return home. There we can eat Kraft dinner. Yes, it's been a long day, and only Kraft dinner can calm my nerves. 
Say, Terrence, I was just about to make some craft dinner. Would you like some? You know I never turn down craft dinner, Philip. Okay, a couple of notes while we're talking about craft here. Mike, you are right. This takes place in Studio 31 at Television City. And do you know who the announcer was who called down Telly, who loves you, baby, brought to you by the fine folks. Of... You know who that was? Who? Yeah, and, legend. Ed Hurley. Ed Hurley. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. And back from that first break, we have Telly talking about his first guest, Barbara Eden, and Barbara Eden talking about Telly. Now, Telly's thinking of Barbara as her character on I Dream of Jeannie, and let's be honest, who isn't? No. Yeah, who isn't? And Barbara's thinking about Telly as his character, Theo Kojak, and again, who isn't? And this all goes into... I'm, I'm pretty sure... No, yeah, you know what? She just made him disappear. No, this is a single performance by Barbara Eden. Greg, can we play the performance, or are we going to get in trouble for that? I think we'll be fine with this. Okay, let me let's play, play the performance. You know what? Let's play the performance. Here we go. Uh, not many people know Barbara Eden for her singing. It's cold no. here in the city. It always seems that way. And I've been thinking about you almost every day. Thinking about the good times. Thinking about the rain. Thinking about how bad it feels alone again. I'm also sorry for the way things are in China. Wherever you may wander in your life, surely you know how it's gonna be there. Holding your hand and standing by the kitchen window, seeing you through in everything you do. Oh, she is bringing it now. Oh, yeah. This little, is this a medley she's doing? Something like that, I think. I recognize Let Me Be There because Olivia Newton-John sang it. I'm sorry for all the lies I told you. First off, I love how bad YouTube's auto-caption generator is at understanding these lyrics. I'm sorry for myself. 
Yeah, if there were TV 14 ratings in 1976. I wish that you would love me one more time. For the good time. Miss those good times. Oh, now it's picking up. Can we change This song is very schizophrenic. Yeah, it's all over the place. I have to I have to wonder who is in charge of the music on the show. Unfortunately, it does not set. Oh. Well, actually, hold on. Okay. It was composed... Uh, oh, uncredited composer Nicholas Kitsopoulos. Oh. Oh, yeah, him. And musical director Marvin Laird, who has done... Holy cow, he's done... A whole lot of things here. We're talking about Ruthless, the musical, A Dog's Purpose, The Breakup, at least two specials involving Bernadette Peters and or Liza Minnelli, and a future installment, The Baxters. What the hell's The Baxters? Uh, I have no idea. I'm guessing it's a make good from Norman Lear, it looks like. Yep, it's a make good from Norman Lear. Okay. And Anita Gillette's in it. Oh, okay. Okay, so now we have Telly at the racetrack. Do we want to see this? Hell yeah, we want to see this. Let's, oh, go. You... Let's do this. So what is Telly doing at the race? Hey, Telly, what you doing at the racetrack? Born, fortunes are lost, dreams come true sometime. The perfect setting for a fairy tale. Oh, I love fairy tales. Heard any good ones lately? Yes, I did. Hey, Barbara. Fairy tales usually begin once upon a time. Once upon a time! Hear the echo? Goes back about 40 years when you're a little boy, and all the boys you'd like to dream about the impossible things. Most kids do that. There's nothing special about it. Except kids dream about being like Joe DiMaggio. Gee, I want to grow up and be like Roy Rogers and like that. I want to dream about owning a racehorse, sleek, graceful, thoroughbred racehorse. Run fast oh. any other horse and beat everybody. Horse. Uh-huh. But who owns horses? Vanderbilt's and the Whitney's. Um, Cover that until you grow up. Mike Francesa owns a horse. horse. Off the red nose yes, he does. Whatever happened to the Easter Buddy? Craig Ferguson Adam, owns a horse. horse. Right. Joe Average, he doesn't own horses. All he can do is dream hey, about Chico. it. Hey, mm. Chico. Yeah. Did you know, you did know, you know that Mike Francesa met secretary yet? Yes, I did. Well, he lays out a down payment. Do you know Craig Ferguson's uh, horses secretary 
Oh, really? Imagine if Mike Francis and Mick Frank Ferguson's secretariat. Oh. We're having ourselves a good old-fashioned horse race. You know, from the moment yeah. there's no horses. The and there's no people. The line, it's like he's telling with long. an audience full of John Cena's. Yep. Yeah. The, the, there's none of the cashier's windows are open. This is, yeah, and that bidding way, slip, it looked like... Wait, wait, wait. Look at that bidding slip. I think he's bet like $50 on that race. Let me go back here. Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah take a look at it. I'm gonna mute it right here. Look at it. It is. Uh, it's a fifty. Yeah, there's a, a signature next ticket. to fifty. Oh. Well, there's also it looks like twenty below it, so maybe it's. 20. Yeah, maybe. So maybe seventy. 70 maybe 70, so maybe seventy. Well, that was, well, it says cash requisition. It doesn't say it's a bidding slip. So and the who date, knows? And, and, and the date looks like the twelve eighteen seventy five. Yeah, so this one's fifteen seventy-five, I think. Well, okay, yeah, twelve fifteen seventy-five. I'm sorry. About five years shy of my brother's the day my brother was born. Yeah, Mike would be uh, an eight uh, an eight month old wondering when the heck is the Price is Right going to start. And in some small, I, I, I would have been a nine month old being daddy. I, I want to bet a hundred dollars on secretariat. When Joe Average he puts his two dollars across the board <laughs> and he wins, he feels like a king. This is true. You know, the kid sensed all this when he used to go to the track with his pop. Tell his pop. And that's where the dream was born. But as you grow up, dreams have a way of fading into the background. Of oh. life, right? Yeah. But you never let go entirely because I guess you never lose the kid in you. Oh, yeah. Never do. Right on the farm in California, a cold comes into the world. Oh, a runt. Why does this feel like an audition for uh, the Players Club uh, card that Telly pitched back in the 80s? Oh, you mean future installment, the Players Club commercials with Telly Savalas? felt sorry for Oh, yes. This feels like his initial audition for it. Workouts, the slow process of development, whatever. Hey, you can come here, rape that money on horses, live the good life with Players Club. for this little baby. Now, what is this? They're showing a race from July or June 11th of 75? Yeah. Yes. They have to have stock footage of a race. Otherwise, this whole bit doesn't make sense. Yeah. And they have to, and they have to include the uh, radio call because... Oh, this is Telly's horse. The horse is named Telly's Pop. Favorite bow. Telly's Pop in front and Lexington lap. Telly's Pop going up. Telly's Pop wins. And the grandstand... They go wild. With $2 bet, got a Who wins for you, baby? <laughs> something to cheer about, and the kid with the dream, ah, he's one step closer to fulfilling a fantasy. Um, uh, Santa Claus, he's not real. <laughs> Don't you tell me Santa Claus. Where does the dream? Oh, there it is. It's a horse. The horse. I know. <laughs> he's probably dog food right now. That horse is probably the... You go. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> you know, I've always had a question, guys. Yeah. Does the horse ever realize if when he's in a horse race if he knows it's a race? No. Uh, I'm guessing the horse has one thing in mind, and that's to get to the finish line as soon as possible, race or not. And hey, if he wins, they get to put him out the stud early. Oh yeah. And if and speaking of, 
Hey. Oh. Oh, look. We have Cloris Leachman and Telly Savalas putting oh. on their makeup together. Fun fact. Cloris Leachman nominated for the Emmy for this special. Really? She was nominated for an Emmy for this special. She was nominated for an Emmy for this special. Emmy nominee for Outstanding Continuing or Single Performance by a Supporting Actress in Variety or Music. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at this right now, and yeah, I'll believe it. Yeah. It's like she's given a monologue, and then it turns into song. It's about as disjointed as Barbara Eden's medley from earlier in the show. I was going to say, there's like a thousand different emotions going on here. This whole, you know what? These single performances are indicative of the entire show. She's emoting quite well here. Yeah, uh, it's full of emotion, but at the same time, it's all very disjointed, and we have no idea where any of it is going. No. But look, Telly gives Chorus a rose. Oh, and, and, and about 20 kisses. Oh, yeah. Hey, look. Another ad for craft. They they hey they paid for the whole hour. What do you want? What do you want, huh? Man, I better be able to get these recipes sooner or later. <laughs> it's nice that they filmed this in front of the WPIX Yule Log, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so apparently, uh, adding Miracle Whip to craft dinner is a thing. Well, make sure to tell Terrence and Philip about it. Ah, uh, Terrence, you got a letter! Shiver me timbers, Philip. At this rate, I'll never get to my craft dinner. I, I wouldn't want to add mayonnaise to a hot dish. That no. just sounds wrong. It just sounds icky. That that sounds... I need an adult. <laughs> Adding mayonnaise to a hot dish? I need an adult. Oh, there's Rice crispy Treats. Oh, yum, the, yum, yum. The classic. The classic. So what's Telly talking about now, I wonder? Okay, let's uh, play it right here. What's what's Telly standing in front of is a better question. Yeah, hold on a second. An elaborate star field, obviously. I find I have the time of my life. Yeah, you do. Learning to enjoy at my leisure all the simple pleasures and so I happily concede. Well, Telly standing in front of that explains that base tan he's got. Oh, yeah. He's got one hell of a tan. This, this is all I need. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Dyke. No, that's not Diane Cannon. That's Dan's I think that was Boris Leachman. No, that was I was looking for Diane Carroll. Oh, they're just oh, those are the girls from earlier. Just, yeah. I have no idea where this is going. It's a variety show. I don't think you're supposed to know where it's going. I don't think Telly Savalas had an idea where this is going. Did Telly Savalas know where this is going? Did he know what he wanted to do when he signed up for this? Enchanted land. He just wanted to get the base tan in front of all those lights. Understand. Hey, hey, he, hey, 
I just wanted to play on a horse track and sing next to a bunch of beautiful women. That's the American dream right there. Who loves you, baby? Stars in the sky Make my dreams come true Before the night has flown And let the music play as As there's a song to sing You you better sing it, Telly. Better sang it, Telly. Yeah. That was oh, oh, here's Diane Carroll. They're about to have a, a romantic dinner together. Oh yeah, they're something. Make, yeah, they're making like small talk. <laughs> well, he's smoking a drag. She's going on about life. It's all magical. It is. You can just feel the magic in the air, Chico. You want to play some of this conversation? Yeah, because I'm looking at the captions, and it looks rather interesting, but it could very well be YouTube being, well, YouTube. Let's play a little bit of the conversation they're having, because it looks very animated. Oh, that's why they're singing. They drank milk from a jellyfish? We got along on just water for days. We got to eat one single raisin cut twelve ways. What? Now that was really poor. <laughs> we were poorer than poorer than you. They're pairing being poor. But they do it with class. Class. Yes, they're poor. We had love. So rich that true? Very nice. And oh. Diane Carroll has her own uh, solo shot, obviously. Oh, that's nice. Because you can't give Barbara Eden the solo shot and not give Diane Carroll the solo shot. Oh, yeah. You got to be fair to Diane Carroll. You got her for this special... And people want to hear Diane Carroll sing. That's what the people wanted to see. They do. Hey, she is a wonderful singer. Oh, yeah. Now they're talking about traditions that in Greece, when you admire something, you breaks, break a plate. Oh, so that's my what... God. oh he's breaking out. He's just throwing plates around. Yeah, he... man. Just, just play this stuff because. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's it. like a Greek wedding. Yeah. Exactly. Opa. To Diane's performance. You see. In other countries and other cultures and other traditions and in Greece, when you admire someone, oh, we got a few of us here tonight. You break something to show how you feel. Hmm? Uh, tell he's Greek through and through. Come on. That's why he tans so well. That Mediterranean life. Uh, he's like, out of hell with it. That's basically what he's been saying all night. 
Oh, to hell with it. Well, you know that I'm of Greek extraction. But look, this tree grew up in Brooklyn. The roots are from Greece. And even though there's absolutely no question that I am firmly and completely American, it's absolutely impossible to extract all that wonderful Greekness, if you will, from my personality. And that music may be Greek to you. But to me, it's the original soul music. You've heard of Fiddler on the Roof? Take a look. That's uh, the bazooki on Hawaii. I was about to call it a balalaika. Thanks, Tilly. Oh, yeah. I used to have a co-worker who played the bazooki. That, uh, that's a very popular instrument in Greece. And we got Greeks in the audience. I heard the applause before. What do you do for a living? I'm a teacher. You're a teacher? Don't I know you? I think you do. You look like a little kid I used to change diapers for. Huh? Stand up. Here's one Greek who's bigger than I am. He thinks he is. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to beat my kid brother, Teddy Savalas. Oh, that's his brother, Teddy Savalas. Oh. the music, somebody. You sure you remember? Oh. The bazooki players sitting in the Y? In the, the bazooki players in the Y. Telly's dancing with his brother. Oh, my God. Traditional Greek dancing. Oh, my. And, and his brother has hair. Let's also add that. His brother has hair. Oh, yeah. Glorious hair. And the audience is clapping along to this. And, and honestly, who would? And it looks like we got. I think I think we have the entire island of Crete dancing on stage now. Oh my goodness! This is incredible. Go on the stage. I think this is everybody who's been on the show thus far tonight. Yeah. Except for Barbara Eden. Oh yeah. Can't, this can't be taught. You have to feel this. You have to feel the music. I, and I guarantee you, Telly Savalas is feeling it right now. Oh, he is. Now it's or, that might, or that might be three glasses of wine from the last bit. I don't know. Hoppa! Hoppa! Yeah, I think Tully's had a little too much Uzo. Oh, yeah. Te uh, Teddy's, uh, Teddy's in the background like, I'm related to this guy. Yeah. Oh. That was great. That was indeed great. Now, uh, oh, look. Hawaiian marshmallow lime pie. I didn't even know that was a thing. That'll be a I try it. I like my key lime pies. That'll be something for a spinoff podcast in 2027. It was a thing at the dessert table. Uh, uh, <laughs> and, we have the, and we have the craft caramel topping. 
And now the, the new hotness, salted caramel. So, I look at this, and all I can say is, mm, this is how far we've come, people. It's how far we've come, America. Uh-huh. So now Telly looks like he's about to close up shop, but maybe not. Maybe not. Let's let's just let's play it here. Hold on a second. You know, during the past hour, you've learned probably more than you'd care to know about me and my feelings on certain subjects. And Horses. I've been called a lot of things in my life, some of them even complimentary. And I've had my share of labels tacked on after my name, you know, school teacher, uh, director, uh, what have you. And also picked up a lot, of, uh, a lot of accolades and awards and things like that. But I'll tell you something, the title I'm most proud of earning was bestowed upon me by a number of children. And the one that has given me the most pleasure over the years is a title which I wear with a badge of merit. And that title is Papa. The men in my little girl's life. The men in my little girl's life. You know, it seems like only yesterday when my little kid would come up to me and say, Hey, Papa, there's a boy outside. His name is, uh, I don't can remember. Anyway, Papa, he wants to play in, and can I, Papa, please, oh, please, Papa. It was really so long ago when my little kid would come up to me and want to know. <laughs> Papa. There's a boy outside. His his name is uh, Hook. Remember, cute little fat kid. <laughs> cute little fat kid. And he wants to know if he can carry my books for me. <laughs> can he, Papa? Oh, please, Papa. And Papa, oh. he's got freckles. Could be all bad, right? The man in my little girl's life. The man in my little girl's life. Oh. And then came those ponytails and jeans. And my little kid was in her teens. And now it was, um, hey, Popsy, there's a dude outside. His name is, uh, I don't remember. And, uh, and he wants to know if he can take me to the prom. Uh, can he, Popsy? And Popsy, he's groovy. And Papa, we'll be home early, OK? Before I knew a time had flown in my, how my little kid had grown. And now the routine went something like this. So. <sighs> Father, there's a boy outside. His name is. I hated this kid, you know, with that Pepsi and smile and that Vitalis hair all goose down. What? Can pronounce my name right? I could have kicked him. Did he just describe? I'm sorry. Did he just describe my father? Seriously? <laughs> Excuse me, please and thank you. Seems like only yesterday. My little kid. Sorry, let me try that again. Excuse me, seriously, please and thank you? But there's a boy outside. His name is Constantine Socrates Karras Jr. And we call him Jim for short, Papa. And he asked me to marry him, Papa. And I said yes, Papa, because I love him. And you got something in your eye, Papa. Oh. 
I'm feeling this, man. Oh. The man. Papa, the kids, adolescent, teenager, young woman, a wife. And oh, yes, there's another man in my little girl's life. Papa, there's a boy outside, and I know you know his name is Telly Nicholas. And he wants to know if Grandpa would babysit for him. Oh, yes, yes. Of course, they're the 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 kids in the in the uh, audience, audience. Obviously, yes, obviously. The men in my little girl's life. The men. Look at that, they're all like, yeah! Kelly, who loves your baby, has been brought to you by Kraft. Oh yeah, more whoring for Kraft. Who would have guessed? Would you like to try our Taste of the World dishes? Yo, no. man, give me that address! <laughs> yeah, we've been waiting all night. We want to find the address. By sending a postcard with your name and address to Kraft. Box 1718, Chicago, okay. Illinois. Field box 1718, Chicago, Illinois, 60690. Okay, good, good. Or you could wait five weeks and watch Bitchy with Babish do it. I don't know. I, I got a question, guys. I'm sending my postcard out in the morning. I'm sorry. Yeah. What, what if you actually sent that postcard today? They still honor it? I guess there's you know only one way to is, find out. Yes. My, this is, you know what? This is the sort of question that this podcast was created to answer. Somebody, somebody send a postcard to that address. We need to find out if you can still get the recipes today. And also, we need to have a tear about the men in Telly Savalas' little girls' lives. Because if you didn't feel anything from that uh, little uh, ending number, something wrong with you. So, Greg, this was actually a really good special. It was. We learned a lot about Telly Savaros in this hour. We did. We got to hear him sing. We got to see him on the racetrack. Got to see his family. We saw his horse. We saw his horse. We saw his horse. We saw his family. We saw that he was a man of many different facets. Yeah. He wasn't he wasn't just this beat him up detective sort of guy who got things done. It's like Yeah, multi talented. He, he's multi talented, multifaceted, and again, I said it at the top of the show, I'll say it again. The smoothest man on television in nineteen seventy six. Oh definitely. Yeah, can't complain about that. Well guys, I have the T V listings up that night. Oh, and you can you can make a determination as to why it succeeded or didn't succeed. Well, I well, have the ratings too. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, for one, it so was, it was in sweeps, obviously. Uh, February eighteenth, yeah, uh, it was a ten p.m. show 
It wasn't 8 or 9 p.m. It was 10. I got that. On NBC was Petroselli. Uh, actually, that, take a that, look at uh, Wikipedia. The seventh to last episode of Petroselli or Petrocelli. That might be a future entry. And then on ABC. <sighs> oh, boy. The, the 19th episode of a little show called Starsky and Hutch. Oh. Yeah. And I do have the ratings, so we can compare all three shows in the ratings so you can see uh, wh- where they ended up. Oh, good. Uh, there were 66 shows that week which were rated. I'll tell you, Petroselli was 62nd, so okay. fifth from the bottom. Okay. Starsky and Hutch was seventh. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's going to bode too well for uh, Telly. Okay, let me take a guess. Uh-huh. 31st. Uh, no, that was actually where Carol Burnett's show was that week. Okay. Um, okay, how about 45th? 45th? Uh, that would have been where Marcus Welby and Police Story were that week. Okay, so where was it placed? Uh, 53rd. Oh. Uh, it, it did better than some shows. Listen to these shows that it did better than, okay? Okay. Rich Little apparently had a show at that point. Oh, my God. He must have yeah, done a killer. Th- that was 54th. He must have done a killer Gerald Ford impression. He was doing Governor Ronald Reagan. Well, uh, 56th was SWAT. 57th was Tony Orlando and Dawn. Oh. Uh, and uh, in a tie for 58th was Almost Anything Goes, which we know was a very short run show. And uh, actually, Jacques Cousteau was second to last, 65th. Okay. But yeah, Starsky and Hutch, that rookie TV show, just absolutely trounced the competition that night. Oh, yeah. America wanted to watch Huggy Bear that night. Yeah. Can you blame them? Can you blame them? Uh, but you know what? In 1976, Telly Savalas gave us a memorable thing on TV. And also, we got to see the Super Match Board in all its glory. Oh, yes. Although, it is... Yeah, for like 30 seconds, because it was in the wrong studio, man. It was in the wrong studio. They kept it outside for that opening shot. Why yeah. didn't they? I, I mean, obviously, remember, thirty-three and thirty-one are connected by a breezeway. I, I get it, but why is it outside? But yeah, there's electronics there and, and weather. It, it could, you know, degrade, especially if it's out there a long period of time. Yeah, they wouldn't put the prices right wheel outside. No, no, they would not. Well, the prices right wheel doesn't have electronics per se. The scoreboard, but not the wheel itself. Yeah, but I right. think we're sort of uh, uh, deviating from the the main purpose of what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, <sighs> do I want to do this? What? Do I wanna... What is it? It's time for a very musical eBay prices right. Oh, okay. Do 
do not tell me this is Telly's eight track. It is the vinyl print of Telly Savalas, Who Loves You Baby. Promotional copy, not for sale, seven inch single, 45 RPMs. This was a single, a promotional single. Yeah, if you actually search uh, Telly Who Loves You Baby on uh, the Googles, it actually brings up the lyrics to his 1975 song. Presumably what we heard at the open. Oh. Yes, and of course the B-side is Nevertheless, I'm in love with you. Oh. Who loves you, baby? Nevertheless, I'm in love with you. That's a great combination. And and again, produced and conducted by Marvin Laird, who did this special. Marvin Laird, the single person who is the most responsible for Tilly Savalas' recording career. Greg, your bid. $35. Mike? This is just the single, or is this the entire album? It's the single. Oh, I think I need to play this card. I, I Can I go less than one penny? Can I go nothing? I would not pay a single cent for it. You have to I, bid a penny. You do have to I bid will a penny. Then, I will then bid a penny. All right. The actual total is 10 bucks. What? Who paid $10 for that? Who? No. No. I, I pay 10 bucks for it. Somebody wants to pay $10 for it. But then you got to buy a record player, Greg. And it's a single, so you'd have to get one that, you know uh, those what? 45s. Let me tell you something. You know something? You can find a record player Walmart in Walmart sells record players. Now. Walmart has record I, I, players. I, I get that, but what I'm saying is if you want to listen to it, you have to buy a record player, so now you're probably out like $50 or so. Eh, it's worth it just to hear Telly sing. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, I got... Oh, <laughs> I have to mention something, okay? You What's know that? what my, my, my brother told me? If... if he was alive. You know what he'd cast Telly Savalas as? You know what he told me? He'd cast him as the manager in a baseball movie. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that too. Could yeah. you imagine Telly Savalas as the manager in a baseball movie? <laughs> I could see that. That would have been so awesome. If only we had Ed Begley's tortoise to pitch a script. Could, could you see Tilly Savala's managing the, the Bad News Bears instead of Walter Matthau? Well, oh. well, just think about it. Instead of chewing on dip or chewing gum, he'd be second on lollipops. Oh, I got a better mm-hmm. idea. We could put him in Bad News Bears Go to Japan with Tony Randall. <laughs> uh, opened up a can of worms and found a snake, Greg. <laughs> hey, hey, that happened. Tony Randall was in the Bad News Bears Go to Japan. Yeah. Okay. Well, enough about talking about Telly Savalas being the manager of a baseball movie, which should have happened, but unfortunately didn't. Well. That looks gonna... like a guy who could actually do that job. Yeah, he could. But you know what you could do? You can go to our website. It was a thing on TV.com. And you can listen to the 176 previous episodes to this one. And of course, 
you can't forget about the drops on Place Venetian Pop. But for this week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to release the National Anthems episode by itself because I'm planning for the next week's drop on Place Venetian Pop. I'm going to release the Bicentennial Minute by itself as a director's cut episode, a special director's cut episode. So next Wednesday on the Place to Be Nation Pop Experience, you'll listen to the Bicentennial Minute with some new material that wasn't on the episode here on Podbean. And if you haven't heard the regular episode, by all means, listen oh, yeah. to the regular episode. It was a it great is. episode. That's a really good episode. Listen to it, enjoy it, and be careful. You may learn a thing or two. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, probably one of our best. Yeah. All right. So, guys, uh, just one episode this week. Unfortunately, um, some real life circumstances have um, affected uh, the scheduling for one of the episodes. So, we're going to push that episode back into August. So, you're only going to get this episode this week. But next week, we're going to make it up to you. We got two good ones lined up for you next week. First, we have a fantastic one-and-done short-lived show that involves time travel. Yep. Uh, people still talk about it to this day. It is legendary in its uh, brevity. And not only that, but next week, we're also honoring, because this month, we are going to have the 100th anniversary of a birth of an all-time, well, not really one of the all-time legends, but legendary to us personalities in the history of television i think you can make a case that he's a legend you know what if he's not a legend then the guy who plays him is yes he is definitely and that's coming up next week right here on it was a thing on tv thanks for listening and hey who loves you baby hey fish who loves you baby you're beautiful